What up and welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 292. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, COVID, politics, race, Taiwan, Afghanistan, Como, Lil Nas X, river floating, trash trucks, food boxes, fifth grade, music, Grand Theft Auto, video games, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, Here on the new audio interface, so just so y'all know if it sounds real good or real bad, that's why. Uh, Making upgrade, oh, replacing broken shit, I should say. All thanks to our Patreon and BeatStore. and rap streams. So to shout out right there. But I will shout the Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast Uh go there, get money, be like my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall Darwinish the Bear, it's your boy H2.com and Graveyard Entertainment. Uh be a co-producer. Keep us going. Uh hell yeah. And also have a merch shop, shout out spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. Looks like Snappy's still wearing his going strong. It's a little a little patchy, you know, it's it's fading off, but you know, it well, shows had character. It, what, had it a year now? <laughs> More than that. I had it a minute, man. It's been one of my favorite shirts. It's been in a weekly rotation. You realize a year ago we were four months into COVID. Oh, damn. It was way before that then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, then. Like, that. it's so crazy. Um, I'm to the point which I think I've totally explained. I think COVID is just like the flu. I think we should all just keep thinking like the flu. Not saying like it's not dangerous. I think it is. The flu was dangerous in the 1920s and shit. Um. But, you know, the way the vaccines talked about, it's like people act like it's a cure-all. You take it, you're fucking immune, then it comes out, you're not. And then all of a sudden people are like, well, you better still do it, and you better not. I'm like, why can't y'all just think of this like the flu shot? People get the flu shot all the time. It's like it'll make the flu not as severe, or you're less likely to get it. But people, I get the flu shot every time someone offers me a flu shot for free. I do it. And I'll probably do the same thing with this, because to me, I kind of think of them being the same thing. I'm hit or miss on flu. Sometimes I take it, sometimes I don't. I've never paid for it. So there's been years I haven't, but if I'm ever at a place and they're like, hey, if you go over to the so-and-so, you go get a flu shot. I'm like, all right, I guess. Why not? Uh, so anyway, you just see so much uh, arguments. You know, um, everyone's real mad that mass mandates are coming back. I wish I knew more stats about shit and more of the research. Now, there's an argument to be made. It'd be hard to find any real research or whatever. But I want to say I th- thought I remember Sweden never wearing masks. Right. And then like they had like this little spike and then it went back down to normal. So you can look at different countries that have different rules and you can see how uh, certain mass policies didn't matter. And certain ones they say did. So I'm like, I don't I don't know. Nobody was staying home when it was quarantined anyway. You'd hear stories of your employees running all over town. Right. When you uh, sent them home for quarantine. So, yeah, they wasn't following the rules anyway. Yeah. I mean, to me, the whole COVID situation and I saw this analogy, so I'm gonna try to work through it here. Uh, it's like, say if you had a teenage daughter, right? And she just kept breaking out of the house and you're like, God damn, you better quit breaking the house and fucking around. And then you kept like, well, we're just going to make you a, you have to be home by nine o'clock. But it's like, but she ain't coming home by nine o'clock cause she's fucking crazy. And then you're like, we well, you know it's better getting her birth control. That's like a more, that's like a reasonable solution. But some people are like, uh, uh-uh, no birth control home at 9 PM. And I'm like, well, I don't think that shit's going to work. And that's how they are with COVID. They're like, we'll lock everyone down and we'll do whatever. I'm like, guess what? Motherfucker ain't no one. I will say in my house, I don't give a fuck. I don't do anything. I'm a homebody. There are people that are like, fuck that. I'm going to the bar. 
And if not, we're going to make our own bar out in the field, and we're going to... I love going home. It's like a race to get home, you know, after I clock out. I'm trying to get to my house, what I already paid for, already own. There's no judgment. Well, there's judgment in my house, but it's It's judgment that I, you know, I can accept. Right. And yeah, but I don't have to worry about people's opinions. Everybody there already halfway likes me. Yeah. I don't have to watch my P's and Q's. It's a beautiful place. That's where I want to be. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, everything I like's here, for the yeah. most part. I mean, I've already owned most of the stuff within the walls. I'm not out spending money. If I walk out these walls, guess what? It costs me dollars. Yeah. I mean, and gas money, soda, water, food. It costs you money if I step outside my front doors. Uh, Yeah, I agree. It's um, some bullshit. Gas prices. Everyone just needs to know. Some bullshit. Fucking goddamn it, Joe Biden. What's up? What's up on gas price? I mean, I think it's fun. Um, personally, myself to blame everything on Joe Biden. Personally, now I did kind of start with Obama when Obama was president. People would be like, blame the little shit on Obama, and then they continue with Trump. Like some shit that obviously Trump didn't have nothing to do with. They'd be like, fucking, because Trump. And now it's still happening with Biden. Like, like Biden somehow called someone was like, hey, jack the gas prices up. Now again, he did print off a bunch of fucking money, and then the day of our recording this or the day before. They approved some other fucking big ass bill of fucking money to improve the roads or some shit. Well, and so I tried to watch a Joe Biden speech yesterday and I was <laughs> unsuccessful. I, I could I couldn't keep with it, man. It, he wasn't making no damn sense at all. I hate because if people that know me for sure would understand, like I hate how much of like a conservative I'm turning into. Not I don't like like any conservative. There's not one conservative I actually like, but how much I dislike the Democrats and liberals now that it just like drives me nuts. And I was, so I try to show Kubi. I'm like, listen, this motherfucker trying to talk. And she's like, he has a stutter. I'm like, okay, but that's dementia. Like it's not. And the thing is that we were just like two years ago. We like, look at Trump. He obviously is right in the head. And then people are like, that's right. And then all of a sudden now it's let's, like, just leave him alone. Let's oh. look at our last three presidents unbiased for a minute. Obama, whether you like him or not, he spoke well. <laughs> he could speak. He got your attention. He commanded it. He spoke well. He spoke polite. He spoke correct. You come out with Trump and say whatever the fuck was on his mind. I mean, he could get the words out and you could understand it. But damn, he said too much. And now you got Joe Biden and he came and he string two sentences together. Yeah. I'm, I'm super curious to see what happens in the next presidential election because I think most of us predicted that Biden would not make it to the end, right? And then Kamala Harris would become the presidential ticket because, of course, she should if she's vice president. There's no way she beats Trump if he runs in the next one. No way, right? Like there is none. And I'm again, I I hate having to reiterate. I'm just not a Trump fan, and I just feel like I'm always on the Trump side of things these days. But I just like, I think he would destroy her. Like I said, I tried to buy into you know Trump. You know, I actually believing in America the first year, but then the first term or the second term, I was out. I think he could accidentally do some shit. I mean, I just think he is a character of himself. We're watching Sex in the City. Uh, Koopy has been rewatching it. And uh, he's on an episode, right? And just hearing him talk about that, it's like, he sounds nothing like the man that was president. Like, his whole character it was changed. A, it, was a, it was like a Mick Foley character going from Cactus Jack to... <laughs> Dude Love, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, basically, it's he put on a show the last four years. That was not the dude we wanted in office. I mean... It was a character. And right. There was like campaign Trump was a guy, President Trump was a guy, and then the real Trump was a guy. You know, it was it's fascinating. I mean, I know it's too political and you can't discuss like anything you like or dislike about the air, but I'm like, when historians look back at this time period, they're they're gonna be some hell of a po- podcast made about this shit someday. Oh hell. Right? Yeah. It's like some revisionist history stuff. Um So speaking of podcasts, there's a guy in town maybe making a podcast because you know 
everything that gets voted on in the city has somehow these sneaky votes or votes that no one seemed to know about. Yeah, I'm I'm somewhat aware. Well, so I guess there's going to be a dude in town. He went to the city and he's been pulling city records and making them super uncomfortable. Hell yeah. I've seen a lot of the numbers and they're ridiculous. The city of Ada took in $7 million just in reconnection fees last year. Turning on, turn, turning people's water off and on. Took yeah. in an extra $7 million. That's crazy. I mean, I know that they will shut your water off immediately. There is no late payment for water yeah. bills in Ada. Yeah, no, and we're, our water is also like 150% more than any neighboring counties. I just shit. seen a thing today where they vote on uh, sometime a few years ago. Every year the water goes up. And I was like, I was wondering why it's, uh, it stayed the same price for like 10 years. In the last two years, it's went up about $100. Yeah, it's crazy. I said, we ain't got no more movement in the house. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it because I hate my hometown. I'm always kind of like hitting the koopie of like, maybe we should move to Warica. It's like, my hometown sucks, but you know what? It's cheap as fuck. Ain't no one giving you taxes because ain't no one building shit. They're like, oh, you want to live in a shithole that don't charge you anything? Here you go. Oh, well, these people that hold the city council offices are drawing 160000 a year, Mo. Right, yeah. I've seen it. It's pretty I crazy. I can't unsee this shit. Right. I wish he wouldn't show me. I wish I didn't have this knowledge in my head, but he's about to... I guess they got a group of people about to go in in the next three years, stir some shit up in the Ada City. Well, this will be fun. That's exciting. If I have a podcast, I'll check it out. Uh, well, I, t- I did tell him if he needed help getting started up, maybe we can show him how. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always want to help. Um, one thing I saw today, because I was just looking for random shit, is that the U.S., according to the census, the newest census you know, that happened in 2020, is quite a bit more diverse than it was 10 years previous, you know, because they do the census every 10 years. And uh, in 18 states, there is no majority race. So, and then like, and a bunch of others, it's just like barely a majority of white people, you know? So it's just like, I think this is all good signs. Um, You know, I've gotten this like soapbox lately because I don't know why I just, my, my white conservativeness coming out, I guess, of just like, I feel like everyone's race is too important in my opinion to everybody, right? Yeah. And now, for whatever reason, that's a conservative viewpoint now. When I was like, no, it used to be a liberal fucking viewpoint, but like, it's just whatever the paradigm shifted. And uh, I think it's where like we're watching Big Brother, and it really makes me mad that there's this uh, alliance called the Cookout, and they're five black people, and they're just an alliance because they're black, and that's it. And then they're like, well, we got to keep them safe and vote out so and so. And I'm like, so at this point, you're saying the most important characteristic is your skin color, and that's what matters over if you should win this game. And that's so fucked to me regardless of what race it would be that I'm just like, this is bullshit. And Koopy's like, I don't see why you get so mad about it. I'm like, it's not that I'm mad. It's just like, it's just, how can not everyone see like, well, that's fucked up. But I understand like we're in a world in which most people will say that's not fucked up. Like, Oh, they have to, because the people judge them and the system. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen in the real world. I'm like, this is a fucking game show. And like, I don't know. It seems fucked up. I think if five, White people got together. There are five Asians. They're like, hey, we're, I think people would say some shit. I right. don't know. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's made me feel weird because I'm like, I don't feel like I'm a racist top, but I am like, why do y'all, me being like, quit fucking thinking about race is making people be like, oh, you better think about it. <laughs> and I just, I don't like the world now these days. This is where I'm coming from. I don't think anyone does right now. I know. One, well, we get on the, I think it's because the news, Everything, again, back to fucking Trump, but it got so heightened during Trump where the news cared a great deal about everything every day that the president did. And then everyone got used to that. 
And then immediately, once he wasn't president, they try to act like we shouldn't care at all about what the president does ever unless it's some good shit we're going to say. And we're never going to. Sh- all right. Remember when Trump got rid of the daily press conferences and then they threw a big fit. Right. And they were like, this is horse shit or whatever. Well, now they brought it back with Biden. Never see it on the news. How many times right. the news ever shown it? They showed Trump's Man, every fucking day. Yeah, before we then. do his his little talkers or speakers. I don't know what that position is right. called. Knew all their names. Oh my god, they were like popular, famous. They were SNL and shit, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I'm just like it's so, so. I think when you see that, and then in this world, it's like, oh, don't care. I think people have kind of awoken and been like, oh, it's kind of. All I'm bullshit. sorry. I wish we could hear those people talking for Biden. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear Biden. Oh. Well, I just know that um, on his, I don't know what the woman's name is, but she gets made fun of on memes because she always goes, we'll circle back to that. And then she never does. Oh. But she's like, we'll circle back to that when she wants to avoid a question. Or if like someone asks a real tough question, she tries to like take this high horse of how dare you? How dare you ask this question? Sort of a mentality, which I don't like. I mean, I don't know. I'm all about like the press should be able to ask whatever. And you got to try to answer it. I don't honestly, like, or I like have it. that job. I, can, I don't act appropriately when put on the spot. Right. Uh, I think I could probably... I, I mean, I would forget lies, but I could in the moment I would come up with some shit. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, well, actually, he cares about the black community. You want to know why? And I would just make up some bullshit. Um, yeah. Things have to. Also, the biggest political news for the future. And again, I listen to a, a, not a lot. I'm listening to some political podcasts. Jimmy Dore, I would highly recommend. He's kind of like me. I would say he's like more of a liberal, um, but he's like hates the system and the man you know he's not pro biden or whatever but he's still like a democrat top and uh, he's really good but he's kind of talking about taiwan with this dude on this podcast let's do recently and i'm like oh that's a that's gonna be like the future or him and actually a whole other podcast listen to is talking about taiwan where taiwan's the place that like john cena mentions taiwan and then he has to go on tv and apologize to china that he mentioned their existence because china thinks that that should be their territory, but Taiwan's been an independent nation for like 50 fucking years or some shit. And also everything we fucking buy is made in Taiwan. If it's not made in China, right. it's like a huge deal to the global uh, system we have going currently of our goods. But if China someday's like, no, fuck it, we're getting Taiwan back. It would fuck over our whole economy. And it's something no one really thinks about, but we get so many goods from Taiwan that if China decided to step in and say, no, that's ours now. Like, it would just fuck up everything. And not just for us, but for Europe as well. The whole European Union gets a lot of shit from Taiwan. And uh, people are predicting that China could do some shit where they say for some security purposes, through this COVID thing, actually, um, they could go into the airports and say that they get to call some, that they're going to call some eminent domain over the airport and then slowly from the airport overtake the country. And I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. So everyone pay attention to that. I think everyone is paying attention to China. I don't think enough people are paying attention to China. We need the right people to pay attention to China. Yeah, for sure. The people that can actually have eyes on them. Yeah. And then other foreign fucking news. Um, I feel like it's the worst case scenario for this Afghanistan shit, right? I've never been pro-war in Afghanistan my whole... When I was in high school, junior high, whenever the fuck it was, that 9-11 happened. 9-11 happened in junior high. And then we went to war basically through my whole high school. I was like, well, this seems kind of weird because those guys are from Saudi Arabia and uh, they're part of like this little organization, not a government. Why are we going to war in a whole fucking country, you know? Thought it was really weird. But we have been there. We've set up this whole fucking elaborate system. And now that we're leaving Afghanistan, the Taliban... I believe it is Taliban, not Al-Qaeda. You know, it's hard to keep track these days. Um, they're just overtaking every. Like, as soon as they move off it, they're just overtaking. Like, they're going to have the whole country as soon as America leaves. And then they're still coming to pulling out because Joe Biden said they should. And again, I've been pretty much against war. So I am want to say, like, that's a good idea. 
But, like, they're really fucking over the people they leave there. I mean, like, these are going back to some barbaric fucking religious rule shit, and this country's going to be overtaken by the Taliban. Maybe that's what they have to go through. Maybe that's the only way someday they get independence through, you know, a revolution or some shit. I don't fucking know. I do know every time America stepped in and, like, assassinated people, that never turns out good either. So... Who knows? But it is some fucked up know, shit. America's the bad guy for interfering, but they're the bad guys if they just let women and kids over there get raped and murdered. Right. There, so it's like, what side are you really on? I mean, it's a definitely an odd situation. There was this documentary on Netflix. I hope it's still there. It's called The World Without Us, but it was like U.S. for us. And it would talk about different. This one, um, you might even know it more. There's like a civil war in Eastern Europe. For these five countries that all split up um, like Serbia and Bosnia and some shit like, and uh, they were at war forever. Like people were carrying AKs in the streets and like in apartment buildings, just fucking killing each other. Like some fucking, they need a video game set in this shit. Now I'm thinking about it back to that thing. Uh, but it was crazy uh, because this is like the early nineties or out or late eighties, like pretty modern. And you're seeing this footage. And then the U S finally stepped in after the European union were like begging for the, or the, the European union didn't exist then, but European nations we're wanting the U.S. to step in. The U.S. were like, y'all handle it. Y'all's fucking shit. You know, and that's kind of how they stood on it. But the U.S. put one tank in the middle of this fucking town and the war was over and fucking the next day because everyone was scared of the fucking U.S. getting involved. So, like, there is some power. Yeah. And and there is a proper well, if way to... it takes a tank, then do it and stay back. Right. But um, the I watched this whole interview today with this guy who claimed the reason why the Taliban's winning and not the Afghan soldiers is because the Afghans don't have the willpower to win. I don't know if you were there for 20 years. Now you're pulling out and these people are probably like, all right, I, I don't know. I just imagine it can't be a a good scenario. But then again, we can't stay there forever. Well, yeah, so I, I kind of fought back. I and mean, forth. the outlaws, they're going to be ruthless and they're going to be business minded and they're going to have a plan in place to overtake. They already have a plan in place to overtake it when the U.S. leaves. Yeah. I mean, they're prepared. The people getting left or not. Yeah, well, I think all the uh, translators, I'm sure you've seen some of the news on that. Anyone that helped the U.S. should get automatic citizenship. Like, that's the whole thing, because the Taliban, again, I hope it's the Taliban. If not, I've been wrong that's this whole fair. time. Um, they've said, they've just come in and they'll kill translators. They're going to figure out whoever helped the U.S. and they're dead as soon as they get to that town. And so there's people that are trying to ask yeah, for... We should have an asylum for those people. We still got to be humanistic. I agree. And there are soldiers that are fighting really hard for their translators because they're, you know, they're very much like, that's my man. I mean, I don't give a fuck if he was born in America or not. I've heard some of these interviews. Um they wouldn't be able to do their job without these people. Right. Technically, and they was employees that should have been paid and put on payroll the whole time. There was one guy I heard on a podcast who, you know, they're interviewing while he's still in Afghanistan, and he applied for his uh, four years ago. And there's, it's still just getting it's pushed back and pushed back. Got pushed back in because of COVID. And it's like... um, People are working from home. Why are y'all pushing paperwork back? You can email and file all this shit. So, right. anyway, it's just real off shit out there, you know? And so... I enjoy, I've been liking to listen to all these basically sad and real news because then it kind of puts perspective our our problems in the world. And you're like, yeah, fucking Americans bitch about shit. Um, well, so guys, oh, uh, Kumo, Kumio, I don't know, and you want to say his name, this fucking New York governor, he finally resigned for his oh, sexual. Oh, Kumo, I yeah, just said Kumo. For his uh, sexual allegation stuff. Um, The only thing I have to say about the situation is I just find it odd that COVID happens right about a year and a half ago. And uh, this motherfucker puts all the old people in nursing homes in New York together. They dot record numbers, higher record numbers than like anywhere else on earth or some shit is in nursing homes in New York. He lies purposely on the records about the numbers. So his numbers look really low. Writes a book about how great of a governor he is 
uh, for co- during COVID in a crisis, gets caught about lying about the numbers. They see all these old people died. No one asks him to resign. Not one person that I've seen. And then these allegations come up. Not saying they're not horrible. I'm sure they are. But they're not killing fucking people. And now these allegations are like, well, resign. And then he has, he folds it or whatever he does. I'm like, that is the like world we're in. We're like, you can kill people with the government uh, rules. And that's like not as bad as like asking. Apparently he was asking like, you date older men? You'd like to? You know, because he's like, man, hey. I listened to part of his press conference off of Ben Shapiro. Or, yeah, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. I guess one of his clips I saw, I seen is like, man, what is this? And he was sitting there. Well, if I accidentally, you know, when I go walk past people that are in my detail, I put a hand on their shoulder or on their waist. He goes, that's just who I am. I mean, he was really trying to pay. Like, he didn't know he unwillingly did this. And and if I did, I'm so sorry. He was was painting a pretty picture. To me, what I just said, the whole, like, no one cared about him killing people, that would have been the perfect time for them to use – an excuse to out him. So to me, I think this is real. You know, I don't think this is like the man being like, well, we're going to have people come out and get you. Yeah. Like, I do assume these women probably really felt that way or yeah. whatever. I mean, I don't see what they're gaining from it. You know, like that's normally my thought of conspiracy theories or any of this stuff. I'm just, I mean, uh, apparently it was like, you know, comments and accidental brushes, you know, like, right. I mean, very weird. I, I mean, I work with, uh, many, most people I work with are women and I don't even fucking get close to them. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm not that person where, and I keep getting confused because I listened to a podcast that someone done an impersonation of him and it was funny. And they were like, I'm just Italian. You know how we're touchy Philly people. And I'm like, I wonder if he really said that, that they're basing off of. I didn't just, see that part of it. it because but... I could see that. That'd be so funny if you try to claim it. Um, well, hell, he looks like all the memes I've seen of Biden, the way he was describing his actions. You know, slight touches on the shoulder, kisses on the cheek. Right. I've never got an answer. Um, on, you know, you see the whole like this has been fact checked. Biden did not touch children, and I'm like, well, I I see the picture. I'm are you saying it's photoshopped or are you saying it's out of context? Like maybe you're like if you saw the full video, I don't know. But the if anyone sees those pictures, I mean, you got at least your gut first reaction has to be like, whoa, whoa, this is fucking creepy. And if it's not, then that's a problem. I mean, there is like videos of the girls looking up at him weird, like right. I mean, there's at least two of those. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if he. I don't think he did it. And I don't think Biden was trying to be creepy. Maybe he just is. Yeah, some people can't help it. Uh, all right. Somebody else saw today. I love Michael Rapaport. People that don't know, uh, he was in what was that movie Zebra or some shit? I don't remember what he blew it up on, but he's in Atypical these days. And Michael Rapaport just shit. Uh, he's basically like a sixty-year-old version of me. I don't know how Michael Rapaport is these days, but he's like the cool white guy with the black people, but also everyone gives him shit. If that makes sense. But he is always given his opinion on rap music. Right. And in general, he dislikes younger rap music. And he said that little Nas X is garbage. And then all these people started calling him homophobic. And then I saw this video where he had to go on. He starts to fit himself. And he was like, I'm not homophobic. And this is bullshit. I'm treating him equally. Just like I say, other artists are garbage in this new class. You know, just because he's gay doesn't mean I have to like his music. And just because I don't like his music doesn't make me homophobic. I just think that shit sucks. Like, you know, and I don't know. I don't listen to Lil Nas X. I don't care one way or the other if people like his music. But I agree with that. Like, the fact someone can't have a musical opinion without it becoming a political opinion is crazy. Like, I think Lil Nas X is a genius marketing. I mean, I think he has played this fucking one hit wonder shit perfectly. I mean, he has these new songs are getting more plays 
than his fucking first album did or whatever. And uh, I'm like, oh, man, I would never have saw this coming. I mean, he's like worked out and shit. He's trying to look swollen, attractive for the gay community. You know, he's trying to do his thing. And I'm like, he could have just been this bedroom fucking rapper who had a one hit wonder with Billy Ray Cyrus and then just fucking disappeared. So I'm like, he's the genius for all this shit he does. Um, but I also think Michael Rapport can say that ain't for me because I'm a fucking 50 year old white man. <laughs> of course, it's probably not. He for don't him. like the rap music. He don't like the rap music. It has nothing to do with. Right. I mean, and he grew up in like 80s and 90s hip hop. Like, of course, he probably doesn't like it. Right. I mean, it's just fucking internet, man. So you got to be careful. And actually, that's probably why I haven't been tweeting much because I've been saying some pretty reckless shit on this podcast. And then I'm like, well, I just won't tweet. So that if people want to know my opinions, they can just hear it on the podcast. Hell yeah. And maybe they have, maybe I'm overreacting to my recklessness, but I did feel like with CJ, um, even with the audio interface cutting out, so that's why they get the new one. I was like, man, probably shouldn't be talking about this. We're going to keep it going because it's fun. It's, <laughs> it's interesting and I like it. Hell yeah. You have anything uh, exciting happen for you this week? Mm, what did happen this week? Man, I think it's been pretty fucking mellow. Uh, we're going to go uh, float the river up in Tahlequah this weekend. Oh, hell yeah. Take the kids up there. No, we didn't really get to do anything this summer, so that way we're not really out in public and we're just still close as a family, you know? No. Just do the six mile. Don't do that 12 mile shit. I already got overruled, man. What? I don't know. I've I said, hey, did you do the six or 12 mile? She goes, 12 mile? I said, I love you. I'm going to jump out at six. I've never had a good time with that last six miles. By then, you're tired. You're over it's it. It's awful. I'd rather go back and set its campfire. Fuck yeah. Pop open a soda and smoke a joint and be done. I agree. I agree. That first half is fun. It you're is. Still, you're still enjoying it. You're like, all right, all right. And, and by that, the last and half. And the sun day. comes out and it's just hot and miserable. And yeah. Your um, drinks are river water warm. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I I smoked then too. So by then you're like on you're getting out of your cigarettes and like God damn it, you know. And yeah, if you had brought joints, you're like, well, I didn't bring this many joints. Yeah, uh, some bullshit. I think I'm just gonna drink a big old fat fucking bong water before we start, and by midway down, I'm like, yeah, that's way to do it. Uh, not literal bong water. If people out there that are unfamiliar, it's a THC drink. Yeah, they're pretty potent. I saw something on the news because I watch a lot of local news these days, and. Uh, Texas is trying to get some low THC law passed. And I was like, I hope so. So we make fun of y'all bitch ass. So we all low THC. Oh, we had the beer thing. That would be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be so good. Nothing over 3%. Yeah. 3.2. Be so good. Um, and then I had another hypocritical take on law enforcement and government. Uh, I drive by these houses whose lawns aren't mowed. And I'm like, find these, lock them up. Why ain't no one mowing these lawns? You know, I'm typically like, no victim, no crime. But I drive by, like, there's around the corner, there's a guy whose grass is fucking five foot high. I was like, is there no, no one enforces anything around here? Like, how's this shit happen? But maybe that's because I mow my lawn, so therefore I, I'm a judgy asshole about it. Well, I know if people they find, they just don't find everybody. They only find certain people. I see. Like, my grass is, looks tall right now for me. You know, I'll have to mow this weekend or whatever if it doesn't rain. Hell, uh, but it's so fucking hot. City got me for 17 extra dollars two weeks ago. Or, uh, well, you've had this trash can in the same place for 12 fucking years. Oh, and you didn't put it back? And so well, they... no. They just drove by and didn't take it. And we're sitting there watching them drive by with call. Oh, yeah, I just drove by. Well, it's too close to the mailbox and there's a tree on the other side. It has to have six feet of clearance on both sides. And we're like, uh, it's been in the same spot for 
12, 15 years. They they didn't take mine. Um, I had two trash cans. You know, I have two of them out there. And I'm side by side. Just took one, didn't take the other. And I was like, uh, they got a new driver and they're trying to cheat people out of money right now. I see. I mean, it, I, I just kept it for the next week because I have two of them. It but. cost us $17 for him to turn the corner and come around and get our trash can. Yeah, that's bullshit for sure. So we had to move it to another spot. And I noticed every third week, these motherfuckers try to cut. They usually come about two, three, four in the afternoon. Every few weeks or maybe a couple times in a row, they'll come by about eight or nine in the morning and they'll only make one stop on the whole fucking street. They, they beat everybody out of their trash. Yeah, that's why I, right after you leave, I try to take out my trash because tomorrow's my trash day. Oh, I take it out on Tuesday night if I think about it. Every now and then, like, there's no no bigger loss as an adult than forgetting in your trash not getting taken out. Yeah. Because there's nothing you can really do with it. For sure, for sure. I agree. I agree. Um, All right, another thing I've been judging people about is there's, and it's because I see it more often, but there's these little food boxes around town, you know, like where people put yeah. perishable food items or whatever and uh other people come and get, get the food but what i've been noticing because it's an hhr and i used to drive an hhr there's this maroon hhr uh not uh your stepdaughter's a different one and uh that stops at this one over here like every day and it's just that's just like their personal where they get groceries now right and i'm like and i realize there's no way to stop that but it really sucks because that kind of ruins it for you know what its purpose is, is for like someone really needs a meal. Their family needs a meal. You know, someone's putting food outside these churches. Someone come get it. And maybe these people do. But I just think when I see someone there multiple times a week, I've, uh, I don't what, know. Yeah, they call them blessing boxes or donation boxes. And the main one's over out by on 12th Street. Yeah. And I put food in there before. But what I've noticed is when I deliver, I drive by, I kind of, you know, watch around. There's people that sit block block and have two blocks away and sit there and watch and right after people leave that box they haul ass over there and go through the good shit and i believe it i mean i, I watched i've watched this go on right it's like people just sitting there watching while people spilling like from a distance and there's several different locations of people watching i mean when me and powell live in tanglehood um uh, people know it's like the the rough fucking apartments or whatever and our balcony was on the third floor but it overlooked the trash cans across the street and we love just sitting on the futon, getting high, watching dumpster divers. They come by after someone threw away a bunch of shit. Like someone move in and throw away a bunch of shit or move out. And, oh, man, vans just roll up. People start throwing old DVD players in the van. I'm like, well, clearly it doesn't work or they wouldn't fucking throw it away. You know, there's that little alley behind Mazio's. Yeah. Fucking people would come out of there fucking looking in a dumpster all the fucking time. That's when, crazy. When I went back last year, I had to have a... Uh, this homeless shelter fucking little crack shelter behind the building fucking tore down because I guess people there's lighters and crack pipes and I'm like fuck this that's great yeah I mean I remember as a kid uh, it's a fun memory actually uh, about four or five years old and we have an aunt who dated I don't know if she was married to the guy but the baby daddy of her one of our cousins uh, and he took me dumpster diving around the circle. I mean, I was four years old. I know what the fuck we we're doing. I just thought it was fun. And the reason it sticks out to me is because one of the trash cans, we found a fucking dead cat. And I also, I'm like, oh, like, you know, it really stuck with my child brain. And uh, there's not a time I see that man or hadn't since him that I'm not like, oh, yeah, he took me to fucking dig through dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> so it sticks with them. Well, my, my stepdad, he would always go through the trash can at the post office and for uh, stamps. Uh, right. He was a stamp collector. Every now and then, he'd find them ones that was un 
circulated. They didn't actually put the stamp over them. Right. It finds some worse than pretty pennies sometimes. Well, at least he had a goal there. Yeah. You know, something he's going for. Um, all right. I also posted this thing on Facebook this week that I was going to say for the podcast. And so I was like, well, I'm still saying on the podcast, but I just had it on my mind. So I don't have to forget. I was like, I'll post about it. And then all these fucking people commented and like too many people liked it. I was like, this is why I don't post on Facebook. Like, you know, I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable about people commenting on Facebook because it's so personal. It's my real name and shit. And uh, so I was saying, like, I think I figured out uh, why I don't smile in pictures because it's like a very vivid memory. In fifth grade, I had this very photogenic picture, right? Like I got my fucking cowlick fucking going, a big swirl. And I had this Denver Bronco shirt on because I just met my grandfather in Colorado and he gave me this Denver Bronco shirt. And I was like, I'm wearing that on picture day. And, uh, Anyway, I'm smiling real fucking big in this picture. And then when they give us back our pictures, this teacher, Mrs. Clark, Mrs. Clark was like young and attractive, blonde, skinny lady. And all the guys liked her and I hated her. You know, again, I've never liked blondes. It's never been my thing or whatever. But that's weird for me not to like the teacher based on their looks. For whatever reason, I always got a bad vibe from her. And anyway, the day of the picture day, she just basically started making fun of me of how, what are you trying to model for a magazine? Like that was some sort of like this, but it felt like a diss, you know, and everyone's fucking just laughing at me. And I was like, and I, now I'm like, I think that's why I don't smile. In, like I just don't smile in pictures. It's hard. Like I barely do it these days. Um, I was like, yeah, it's probably all because of that fucking lady, you know? And I told Kubi, I was like, I wouldn't say to her face, like, oh, she called me fat. But in my mind, it's almost like she's like, are you trying to pose for like a plus size modeling <laughs> gig? And like, maybe she didn't say that, but that's how it felt or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, man, it was fucking traumatic. Hey, she's the lady that stole your smile. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she is. Uh, and the other lady was crazy. Uh, the other teacher we had in fifth grade, but I liked her, you know, I guess because she wasn't that lady. But in my fifth grade, uh, we there were just two teachers and half of the day, one was in your room and the other half of the day, they just swapped classrooms. So that's whatever type of school I went to. That's what the fuck they did. And it was kind of weird, but it was cool. Yeah, I think fifth grade is when we started. No, we started rotating classes in third grade. I think they eventually in my school changed like fourth, fifth, and sixth. Because in Warico, where I'm from, kindergarten through sixth grades in one building, which is like a lot of fucking grades. And, you know, that's about a big fucking stretch, I feel like. But uh, I think now they're fourth through sixth, switches classes or something like a junior high would. And, and I remember seventh through 12th grade was all in one building. So when you got into seventh grade, it was like fucking anxiety inducing because it was like there's seniors and juniors in this building and they're gonna kill me which of course they didn't give a fuck about you the ninth graders did you know they want to be an asshole but like the well, old they kids was, didn't it was fuck. rolling downhill they got right. fucked with <laughs> right exactly the shit rolled downhill for sure um so anyway fuck mrs clark that's uh the point of my story <laughs> <laughs> didn't learn nothing good the only thing good that happened in fifth grade is i won the idea to ride and it was great because again i think this woman didn't believe in me what the Iditarod. I, I guess I, so the Iditarod is a dog sledding race in Alaska. And, uh, for whatever reason in fifth grade in Warwick elementary school, they made you care a great deal about the Iditarod and they assigned you a racer that like would give you points for some fucking leaderboard. And then they also, you had like a workbook of you had to do workbook shit. Right. And, uh, my, and you had a partner and my partner was Justin Boone, one of my best friends ever, but he's a fucking idiot. No offense. If he's listening. You know, he made like a real low ACT. He wasn't a student, you know, it wasn't his shit. And he just said, fuck this packet. And I remember getting like, he's cool. Right. So like, I didn't want to like make him do it, but I was like, I got to get this shit done. And so I was just fucking racing my ass off. And Jared, is like the smartest kid in our class and he was just kicking ass. Everyone assumed he was going to win. But whenever all the totals came in, I fucking won and I won this big ass fucking cookie. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I remember that teacher seeming like, Oh, you won. 
So Miss Clark just didn't like me for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, but that was a, definitely a victory day. I remember going home and telling my mom, like, I won the fucking I did a run. She was probably like, You like, what the fuck? See, I did a run. So I know our four my fourth grade year, mom uh, <laughs> moved us from Lone Grove to Temple. Yeah. Or to Hastings, but we went to Temple School. Uh, yeah, I went to Temple School. Right. You would have. Or where you going yeah. to? Lone Grove was so much more advanced. <laughs> well, Temple is like, I mean, when I grew up, it was an all black school it's for like the most it, part. I basically just sat there and helped the teacher teach the kids how to do math that year. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, Lone Grove, I've heard advanced for small uh, Southern schools. And uh, Temple. No, I'm saying it's bad that it's an all black school, but historically those are underfunded. You know, I shit, mean, so. yeah, I mean, yeah, like there was twelve classrooms for twelve grades, type deal, bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty rough. I mean, I remember we played them in some sports, you know, every once in a while. So I, I was a little familiar with them, but I didn't never like hang yeah, out. Yeah, we moved back. We only stayed, I guess, six eight months and came back to Long Grove. Um, I'm also trying to just every week, I'm going to just see if I can remember random shit, you know, so I'm be like, what's a random memory in my head? Uh, you know, I've had a couple of weeks down the road that I'm like, memories, man. Um, I'll just try to mine all those out. Um, also I'm done with my album today. I'm supposed to get the last verse back from a collab. So hopefully I can mix it, put it out and like, fuck, I don't know, maybe by October, you know, you gotta have like, I'm trying to release a single and, um, I don't know. Get a little momentum, momentum building. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm not. I don't think any of my songs are single worthy necessarily. There's this one called Foreign Whip that probably could be, but I feel like I really need to make a video, and I don't know how to do that, and so it it makes me uh, depressed thinking about it. So I'm like, well, I just won't think about it. Just say, uh, well, you've already got TikTok downloaded. Just hit the fucking record button on 60 seconds to do your little cameo, 60 second cameo. Maybe. Well, I need to figure out something. You can even put fake backgrounds behind you and shit. Right. Well, my goal is, and I know I could hire someone to do this, but, and I know this is weird because I charge for my creative endeavors, but I feel weird paying someone to do cover art because I'm like, I don't know. I need to be able to make a Master P type cover art that says foreign whip with a picture of me with my car. And my car is not, you know, it's like, also like, (laughs) it's just going to take, I'm going to have to really step it up and, youtube some photoshop lessons or some shit but i have ideas i just know it's like outside my skill level currently and so that just makes a lot of pressure aren't they just giving photoshop certificates away in high school these days yeah but i don't have one of those textbooks to work through Um, i know but i like i'll hear these people i've heard a couple you know say uh, they're certified in photoshop i'll go ask them for help and they don't have a clue it really kind of irritates me yeah it's like uh, why are you giving them a fucking certificate if they can't even show me all right. I mean, it's kind of like, no, I'm not trying to individually, but like in art is very much like music. I mean, I know it is also art. But like when I was uh, getting my art minor and shit, these people are the same way. They're like experts, quote unquote. But just because they don't want to do something doesn't mean they're passionate enough in their creativity to want to do it or to learn how to, you know, like I don't technically know how to do most of what I do, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to sit here for whatever until I figure out something, you know, and I do think that's a whole other part of it. It's like they might have went through high school and learned some skills, but they're not passionate about doing it. So they're yeah. not going to do well, it. Well, don't walk around saying you're certified and then I come to you for help because you've been bragging. Right. I mean, I agree with that. You. That's my issue. Right. It's like you're saying you're certified and you can't even figure the simple part of it. Okay. Right. They shouldn't have gave you a certificate. Yeah. I'll go around talking about my math degree because people want fucking help with math. I'm like, I ain't done that shit in like 12 years like, now. 
And my mom about? tries to tell people I'm good at math. Yeah, that was in high school. <laughs> I could have done a lot of drugs. I, I'm not that good no more. And math has changed. Yeah, we had this new guy at my job this week, and uh, he when I told him about math, he's like, "Oh, you'd be really good at this, this, and this." I was like, "Maybe." I was like, "I mean, the I mean, I get it. Yes, I had an ability at one time to get a math degree. I have not used it at all since I got it. Like." I mean, yes, I can learn new shit. So, yes, teach me something new. But to base it off of that, I mean, I don't right. know. I don't think that's uh, like I don't, somewhere right now is like do a derivative. And I'm like, whew. I mean, I could. I, I'd be like, I think there's I know the cheat code. I remember the cheat code in my head, but the actual process, I'm like, you know, I, like I took computer classes in you know high school and I could get around on a computer for several years. I guess what? I ain't really been around all this upgrade. It's, it's upgraded 10, 11 times. Right. So I ain't really familiar with all of it anymore. Right. It's uh, like uh, someone that would have skipped to the PS4 generation or either like say someone had a kid or whatever. And they didn't really play games the last generation or two generations. And then they get back into it like, holy shit. You right. know, like games are different. Yes. <laughs> you know, like that's how it would be. Um, which speaking of quick thing of video games, lots of rumors still came coming up that Grand Theft Auto is remastering Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City and San Andreas in the Grand Theft Auto 5 engine. And they're going to be re-releasing those. If that happens, I will buy every one of them and I will be okay with them ruining Grand Theft Auto 6. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Because I love 3 in San Andreas. I know most people love Vice City. I just didn't own it. My friends owned it, so I didn't own it. And um, I owned one or two of them out of the series. And Right. I remember buying Grand Theft Auto 3 on pure accident. Like going to the store. My mom was like, you you know, I had money either for mowing lawns or for whatever reason, I was there to buy a video game. I had no idea what I was going to buy. I was at Walmart and uh, it was back when they had the circles in the glass. And you put your hand in there and you'd fucking, you know, could read the back of the box and grab them and shit. And uh, I was like, this looks cool, you know, but I didn't. I remember the colors of the Grand Theft Auto 3 box. I was like, I have no idea what the fuck this is. And I took it home and played and was like, holy shit. Then like. I remember going to school next day and like, guys, you can run people over and money floats above their head after you kill them. <laughs> you can shoot cops and then all the cops come after you. And uh, it was like this, the best kept secret. And then like the DC shooter happened. And I was like, is that the game we bought you? Because they said that that guy was uh, triggered by Grand Theft Auto 3, which is a lie. He was a fucking ex-army vet that was fucking fucked over by some racist bullshit. And then he started killing people, I believe. Um, anyway. Grand Theft Auto 3 was great. And so I would love to see them redo that. I remember being really hard. I think about buying it on, they have it on PS4 and PS5 or whatever, the collection of those three games. But I'm like, I know the graphics suck so bad that I'm, it'll be like really hard to right. get into it. But if they remade it, I'm, I'm all about it. Hell yeah. And then San Andreas was my favorite. I mean, I loved when that shit was came Was that the out. last one? What was it? Mean, yeah, it was when you were that, CJ, the black dude. Okay. But they did too much. Because it was like you ate too much, you got fat. You didn't eat enough, you got too skinny. You went and worked out, you got muscles. Like they, I mean, that was fun, but it also got to be too much. You're like, oh my god, this is crazy. Uh, but it, it I put so many hours in that the one. The guy where you had the hillbilly that was driving a little four wheeler. Uh, I mean, that was Grand Theft Auto Five. You I got guess Trevor. That's, like, that's the one where I played. Yeah, Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five is great, but I mean, it came on PS3 and PS4, and then they're gonna put it on PS5, and I will play it again. And I'll beat the story mode. I just don't care about the online shit. You know, it just yeah. it's never They're been ruthless, a thing. man. They just sit outside these towns and wait for you to come by and take all your shit. Well, I just don't find the gameplay of Grand Theft Auto like that stiff running, walking shit. I'm like that part always sucks, and that's the gameplay online. It's like y'all run around like a they try to do Call of Duty with Grand Theft Auto stuff. Like we're gonna do a team death match. I'm like. I don't like shooting in Grand Theft Auto. Like, that's not at all what I find fun. I like the stories, and they're funny as fuck. And then you're like, 
figure out how to break into this, rob this band. Like those stories, the robbing uh, heist missions were so good in Grand Theft Auto yeah. V. And the fact no one else does them, even now, you know, like they're, they're not putting any games. Um, it's good shit. I'm getting a new game in four hours, by the way. So oh, yeah? it's called Hades. It won game of the year last year by a lot of uh, outlets that was on Switch and PC only, I think, last year. And so it's come to PS5. And uh, it's going to be real awesome or a big letdown because I haven't really watched any gameplay. I just saw off of it winning so much shit. It was only $25. And I was like, $25 for a new game? Fuck it. It won game of the year last year. We'll try it. Um, but you're like the son of Hades or the... Is Hades the god of death, right? Or is Hades hell? So uh, oh, Hades was hell. I yeah, you're right. Hades is hell. Um, fuck. I don't even know, man. It's I haven't been to school in so long. Um, so anyway, yeah, and then Zeus promised you if you make it up to Olympus or whatever, he'll give you. So you're like trying to fight your way up. And I like all that aesthetic. And yeah. so I'm like, well, this looks fun. And uh, we'll see how this game is. But, you know, besides that, I've been playing Dishonored 2. Very fun game, but it's a sneaky game, and that's just so nerve-wracking for me because I'm not good at them. And, like, the whole time, my fucking heart's just pacing. And I'm like, and they're going to catch me. And then, like, if I try to wear my headphones, Kubi makes fun of me for breathing heavy. And so I can't even fucking wear my expensive-ass headphones around her without her fucking giggling at me. <laughs> and then I feel all insecure. So um, that's my gaming life wow. <laughs> these days. Uh, and everybody's golf. I play everybody's golf almost every night before I go to bed. Just this little golf game, and it's uh, super addicting. So anyone out there need a golf game. All right, man. I think that's about all I got. You got anything else? No, in the golf games, I like the golden tees with the spinny ball. Oh, yeah. You going to buy one? Nah, man, you can't find them old school ones. And the new ones are like fucking four grand. And they're set up to serve restaurants. It's basically you can only get two years and you have to pay like five grand to upgrade them so you can keep playing them. Oh, yeah, that's that, shit. Yeah. So fuck all that, man. What about the little mini ones like your homie had? Did you have one in your shop? Yeah, but uh, they're not making it. I've tried to find that one online just to see how much money he was getting people on. And I could find the side panels on one here. I might be able to find the other one. I could find the motherboard. Right. I couldn't find a complete machine. Yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's very rare. Well, I guess keep an eye out. You yeah, know, I mean, I could get cheaper versions, but they're, you know. Right. Not worth it. But. Yeah. All right. Well, peace, man. Peace. Bye.